and we are back with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Nick Bavona, joined alongside by Andrew Johnson as we get into the world of the National Basketball Association. And Andrew, a crazy week in the NBA, some big time news with the Brooklyn Nets. Not only Steve Nash being fired, but Kyrie Irving now being suspended. Really interesting time to be a Brooklyn Nets fan, if they have uh, any. Yeah, thank God I'm not a Nets fan. I'm a Knicks fan. That's miserable, but I'd rather be a Knicks fan right now. Uh, I said this from day one. I don't think Steve Nash deserved to be a head coach. Yeah, kind of I agree with that. He's I also pretty, put in a pretty, I don't want to say bad situation, because talent perspective, you know, talent-wise, this is... I think the, the uh, yeah, I think the problem was he's a first time head coach going into a team with so much expectations like the Brooklyn Nets. So good, a, which is not a bad thing, but it's a it's a lot to handle. No, he he couldn't handle the egos. I think a good first time team for him would have been like the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, something like that. They have two really good guards in Giddy and Shea Gilgis Alexander. They like to run and gun. It, they would be fun. If Steve Nash was losing games, it would be okay. That would have been a good first-time gig for him. A team like the Oklahoma City Thunder or the Magic with Boncaro and uh, and Cole Anthony. Cole Bull. Joe Suggs, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kate Cunningham in Detroit with Jaden Ivey. One of these young teams with a strong point guard that's not, I don't want to say crazy, but not problematic. He's not a head case. I'm not going to sit here and say Kyrie is crazy, but he's a head case when it comes to the NBA. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into Kyrie a little bit later on, but the big news coming out of Brooklyn, well, the one of the bigger news to start off the week, Steve Nash being fired as the Nets head coach. There was a lot of, you know, turmoil going into this, you know, obviously going into the season. There were rumors about him and Kevin Durant not getting along, that leading to Kevin Durant wanting to be traded out of Brooklyn, and really listlessly giving the Nets an ultimatum, it's either me or, Ke- or Steve Nash. I mean, at first, it looked like it was going to be, you know, bygones are going to be bygones. The Nets didn't trade, you know, Kevin Durant. Steve Nash was still the head coach going into the season, so it looked like everything was going fine. But then the Nets started the season 2-5, and five, and I and it really just led to everything, you know, coming down to the fact that Steve Nash needed to be let go as the head coach of the Nets. Overall, his record was 94-67, and 67, so a pretty respectable record as the head coach of the Nets. Made the playoffs in two years, obviously year one, he made it all the way to, I believe, the second round of the East playoffs. Lost a heartbreaking Game Seven to the Milwaukee Bucks, and then this past you know postseason they got swept by the Boston Celtics in humiliating fashion. So really, not a good showing for Brooklyn there. And they made a lot of you know interesting choices this past offseason. Now they have guys like Ben Simmons there, and that really has not worked out so far. Kevin Durant has been great, and so has Kyrie. You know Kyrie when he had played. But the Nets have had so much turmoil going on throughout the first, I believe they're now 4-7, and seven, so 11 games of the season. And throughout the first seven with Nash, they a decision was needed to be made with Nash going. And now only time will tell how Brooklyn will go on from here. Yeah, the Nets, we're one-eighth of the way through the season already, as crazy as that sounds. But one-eighth of the way through the season, and the Nets are already imploding like this. As a Knicks fan, it's just hilarious, but... If you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, let's say let's say you were a New Jersey Nets fan and they moved and you're stuck with the team. Let's say even older. Let's say you were a Long Island Nets fan and you're stuck with them for Jersey. Let's oh, say you've been really with this team back. for 50 years now. And if this is the current state of your franchise, I, I, I'd be absolutely livid right now. And it, it sucks because you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving 
And you're expecting this team, you know, to be competing for championships and stuff like that. But it's been the opposite. I mean, you, listen, you, it worked out in Nash's first year. Like I said, if not for Kevin Durant having his foot on the line in that Game 7 against Milwaukee, the Brooklyn Nets go to the Eastern Conference Finals this season. They might even have won the NBA championship that season. I don't know if it would have happened, but that that's near near hair, near say. I mean, history only can change itself. So you have that going for them. Then they get a really bad season happened last season. They traded James Harden to Philadelphia to get and they got Ben Simmons in return. And we all know my theory about Ben Simmons. I've never been a fan of him, so I wasn't a big proponent of that trade. They did get some draft picks along with that. But at the end of the day, I mean, the Nets are in a really bad spot right now. They might, they're, listen, we're 1 8 through the season. They're 4 and 7. So there's still time for them to, you know, get that playoff push. But even if they get to the playoffs, I'm not sure how far they go. Even if, you know, when Kyrie gets comes back from suspension, if he does, because we don't know what the situation is going on with that. I mean, Kevin Durant, there's a reason why he wanted to be traded. But the problem is the Nets have such a high demand, which is not. Don't get me wrong, is very reasonable for a guy like Kevin Durant because he's such a great player. But the Nets are just in a bad spot where they couldn't get anything for Durant. Now they're stuck with him until he's a free agent. And the same thing goes for Kyrie and Ben Simmons now. And everything has not really gone out to what they had hoped to go. And now they fire Steve Nash. They have Jock Vaughn currently as the interim head coach. But there's a rumor that Ime Udoka, who was suspended by the Celtics for the season... There's a rumor that he might be the next head coach of this team. So I'm not sure if that's really going to change the dynamic of this team. But with the situation that's gone around with him, I'm not sure how much that helps the Nets. This is just adding fuel on the fire. Um, You know what's even sad about this, Nick? You know Steve Nash is the most winningest coach by winning percentage in the history of the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. But who's probably next, Lawrence Frank? I don't know who exactly is next, but I know he was number one, and that kind of stuck out to me. Amongst pe- coaches that qualify, obviously, yeah. if someone coaches for half a season and there are seven games above 500, that doesn't count, et cetera, et cetera. But by winning percentage, he was number one. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 really saying something. But I do, hiring any old – he has so much baggage with him right now. I don't think this is good. You're just – the Nets are becoming a clown show. I mean, New York City is used to a clown show because they have the Knicks. They would be yeah. kind of like a circus attraction where the tourists would come and see, oh, look at the dysfunction in the front office on the t- on the court. They're not good on the court. The players aren't good. There's fighting that's in the media now. And all these things that usually that would be going bad for New York, it's going it's it's going bad for Brooklyn right now. I just looked it up, by the way. Larry Brown is second. Behind Steve Nash. Larry Brown is second. Yes. Yep. Okay, so Larry Brown is number two. Okay. Yep. But all these, this side show, the Knicks, for once, are not a sideshow attraction. They have some promising young players. They have a, dare I say, the best point guard in New York right now because Kyrie can't stay on the court. Well, remember, of injury. remember, the Nets haven't been playing Kyrie at point guard this season. They've had Ben Simmons play point guard. Oh, Kyrie's so been Jaylen the shooting Brunson guard. is definitely the best that's how the Nets have been running it they've been have they're they're five this season and i i mean someone could correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure their five has been ben simmons at the point guard then it's been Kyrie at shooting guard durant at the three royce o'neill at the four and i believe nick claxton at the five 
Yes, you're correct. I, I keep on forgetting that they technically moved Kyrie to shooting guard, and that went back to last year yep. when they had Harden at the point as well. Yep. Uh, to me, Kyrie as a two never made sense. He's it doesn't. It still doesn't make sense. He's undersized. I, I know he's not a pass first guard, but he's still a guard, but he needs the ball in his hand to really be at his best. Yeah. So to me, him as a two, I mean, off ball, I never got it. But. And, and, and since we're talking about Tyree, I mean, let's let's just get quickly into it. I mean, obviously, not a good situation with him going on right now. Obviously, you know, he's been suspended indefinitely right now, at least for five games for publicizing an anti-Semitic video. The Nets made a, a, a kind of like an itinerary list of what he has to do to get back to the team. He has to apologize and condemn, you know, for that movie that he promoted. A $500,000 donation needs to be made to the anti-hate cause, which I believe at one point I heard that the that they don't even want the money from uh, Kyrie Irving. So I'm not sure how that's going to go. He needs to take sensitivity training, anti-Semitic training, has to meet with the ADL and Jewish leaders, and then he needs to meet with Joe, uh, Joe Sai, I believe that's how you pronounce it, to demonstrate his understanding of what he did in the situation. Obviously, it's not a really big topic that we can really get into because it's a lot of, you know, there's just a lot of bad stuff when it comes down to it. Um, but at the end of the day, it just really, like you said earlier, it's adding fuel to the fire of what has been so far this season for the Nets. And we're only 11 games into the season. So there's still 70 games left to go. How are the Nets even going to be able to get past this storm that they've already done throughout these first 11 games? Now, this is going to go one of two ways. One of three ways, I'm going to say. Either Kyrie is immediately going to give in to the demands, uh, whatever they may be, what he just went over, and he's going to get back on the court, and the Nets are going to put this behind them, and they're going to have a good season. That's that's a good ending, right? Yeah. The bad ending is Kyrie holds out against us. I'm not doing any of this, and it's going to turn into a standoff again where Kyrie is going to sit out the entire season, this time without pay. They are not paying him this time. So you, last time he was last time he was only missing the home games, or I believe it was either the home games or road games. He was getting fifty. It was the home pay. games. It was the home games. It was the home games, and then it was I guess any, um, like state that didn't have like well, it was did, just New York. Have co- yeah, but it, it was mostly New York. But it was it, due to the COVID restrictions. Yeah, I think it was the only state was New York. Yeah, I believe mistaken. I believe so. I think the only other one was Canada, so we couldn't play in the Canada uh, games. Right. Against the yes, Raptors. New York and Toronto. New York yeah. and Toronto. That's correct. So the second is he holds out like he did last year, and the Nets continued to collapse. And the third option would be would be I guess is the most pathetic uh, option. The most logical happened. one. No, this is this is the most logical one. The most pathetic one is Kyrie's going to stick oh, to his guns again. Uh, and eventually, they're gonna just give in to him again. Kyrie's the that kind of guy where I don't think money phases him. No, I mean he's made enough Ky- money as it is. Kyrie has tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of million dollars. He, I don't think the I don't I think trying to scare him with money doesn't care. It seems like he doesn't really care about basketball that much anymore. He really wants to get more into activism. And I hate to like compare it, but it's kind of like a Kanye West situation where he doesn't really care about his sponsorships and money and stuff like that. Yeah, Kyrie doesn't he really just, care. He just feels like you know speaking his mind. That's it, which is really not of good nature. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens because I, I think the third choice is the most my question likely outcome. My they question to Kyrie's you is: Let's say if he decides to stand ground, doesn't want to do anything. 
So is that bas- are you basically saying he's just going to hold out for the rest of the season and that's the last time we've seen him as a Met? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't think it's such a hard. I don't think I could see it. I, I'm pretty sure I, I, I would imagine he comes back at some point. I imagine he comes back at some point, too, but I don't know if he gives in. That's why, because Kyrie I just has... think it'd be wild for him to not to say, you know what, I'm not, st- I'm not, you know, the problem is, this is going to hurt his image for other teams. I don't think he, I think his image is already ruined, personally. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Everyone thought he was damaged goods going into Brooklyn, too. Everyone wanted to sign KD, but people were hesitant to signing Kyrie. That was the whole thing, but they were a package deal. So, you and, KD, because, you, you know. Yeah. He's a generational talent. He's a once in a lifetime player. And you got Kyrie, which is when he's at his best, is a top five. And listen, Kyrie has Kyrie has was pretty good to start the season. He was really doing good. He is a I don't want to say generational talent, but he is a He's one of the superstars in the league. One of the superstars of his generation, but he's not the generational talent of uh, the last 10, 15 years or so. And it's such a shame because you know, he had that, you know, was a key factor of the Cavaliers winning a championship. You know, had some good runs in Boston, and then you know had, you well, know, Boston is what really ruined his career. The way he left Boston and the way he well, yeah, the way he left it was not him. good. I agree with that. Yeah, the way but he, he was good for the Celtics. The yeah, he was good for the Celtics, obviously, but the way he kind of left. Yeah, know, no, that was horrible. It's where all this, uh, I guess, when Hatred. the shit started hitting the fan here. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's not a good look, and it's really. I mean, I don't want to keep, you know. Pouring it off of that, it's just not a great look for them right now. I mean, what do you do in the situation? You're you're already having your one star player disgruntled with the team because of how things have been handled on around with the, the roster with Kevin Durant, and he wanted to be traded. So that was already one issue they had. You had Steve Nash get fired, so that already was their second problem. You're potentially going to hire a guy like Ime Udoka, who already has his list of issues with the Boston Celtics. And now you, and then the top of all of you have all this Kyrie drama. I mean, I don't know how you handle a, a big you know, storm like this. Joe Sy is going to have a really big decision to make the next couple weeks, but for the Nets, they need to figure out something sooner rather than later because right now is not a good look on them. Yeah, I guess only time will tell too because this isn't going to be solved next week. It's this might be a, a month long thing. It, it, this may go past Christmas. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it hurts Kyrie because remember, you know, we had all those rumors about him going to the Lakers, and we know the Lakers can use a guy like him right now considering how badly they had played to start off the season. And they really have to might have to reconsider and say, hey, listen, do we want that much baggage that on this team right now? I mean, they already have enough issues as it is for them. Do we want to add more with Kyrie Irving? That's going to be a lot what a lot of teams are going to be saying when he's a free agent. Yeah, it's certainly going to be really interesting to see, and I can't wait to see the outcome of it. I don't think any NBA, I think every NBA fan is going to be kind of excited to see the outcome of it because this is like a train, this is like a car crash at this point. You just can't, you can't look away. You shouldn't really be watching, but you can't look away. Yeah, that's, I think that's a perfect way to describe it. I think it's, it's really just everything's crashing and burning, and you don't want to watch it, but you're just, you know, you're just enticed by the fact that, oh, you know what? I kind of want to see what happens now, so let me just keep watching. It's as, as if someone got pulled over. You don't want to see what, you know, you just kind of be like, oh, look, that guy got pulled over. I kind of want to see what happens now from here on in. It's just a really bad situation for Brooklyn. I don't know how they handle it, but 
like you said, we're both Nick fans, so it's not our team, so we don't have to worry about it. We're just here to watch and see what happens. Knicks are a perfect 500 for 10 games. Uh, they've given up 1,550 points, and they have 1,550 points. So <laughs> uh, I, th- I think it's 1,550. I know it's so, complete. It's, it's right it's, around that. I know it's perfectly even. They are not plus minus. They are literally the definition of mediocre right now. So it could always be worse, though. It could be the Nets. Yeah, I guess so. I guess time will only tell to see what how Brooklyn handles the storm that they currently have going on. What will Kevin Durant have to say about this? What will Kyrie Irving do? And how will Brooklyn go from here on in? And will they be able to get back to where they were hoping to be at the beginning of the season with all these expectations? But that is going to do it for this part of our conversation here on the All Gas No Break Sports Show. The NBA is just, you know, as Johnson said, an eighth away during the season. We'll see how the rest of the season goes on, and we'll be sure to give our halfway point on how each team is doing this year in the National Basketball Association. Once again, I am Nick Bavona, joined alongside Andrew Johnson on the All Gas No Break Sports Show.